No, yeah, yeah, you're going to read this one in English. You read this one in English, Sheikh, when we get to that. I'll tell you, inshaAllah. Fa'awzu billahi min ash-shaytanir rajeem, bismillahir rahmanir raheem. Atiya Allah, Atiya Rasulullah, Amri Minkum. And always a reminder for myself, Ana Abdukul Aji Sadaifu, Miskeenu, Zalimu, Jahad. And but for the grace of Allah that we are still in existence. Alhamdulillah that Allah has granted for us with the love of Sayyidina Muhammad to enter into the holy month of Safar, Subhana man huwa alimul hakeem. And the immensity of the second lunar month and the reality of 18. And Holy Qur'an is the guidance of all creation, known and unknown, they don't have to know it, it guides creation. And Holy Qur'an's 18th surah, Surat Al-Kahf, it's all about entering into a portal, the symbol of a mountain and the symbol of a cave, وَجَبَالًا awtadan. And that the mountains are the pegs of this earth are awtad and these are a category of awliyaullah that is symbolic that mountain is a divine stable force upon an ever chaotic earth. That the physical mountains themselves when God had placed them before the mountains were placed the earth was shaking and the mountains were placed to keep a firmness upon the earth and everything physical has a spiritual reality and the spiritual reality is the category of awliyaullah, saintly souls that are awtad and they are like the pegs. They hold the firmness of a chaotic earth and its reality, hence the cave. So a stabilizing force in an ever chaotic existence of this material world, then we understand what mountains are. Mountains are prophetic realities and saintly realities, means a reality which is of a divinely nature. As Alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, this is Shaykh Nurjan, thank you for watching the video that you're watching. InshaAllah if you're happy with the content and happy with these programs, please support the button below the programs that we have for our orphanage repairs, our water well, give the gift of life, our mobile food vans. We have now five vans, Vancouver, Chicago, Los Angeles, Pakistan. There's many programs that reach thousands of people and rescue foods and give those supplies to people in need. Your support is greatly appreciated. Also, be so kind as to leave uh, loving comments and please share the stream. Every bit counts. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And the symbol of a mountain, its firmness and the earth doesn't shake it. So all these earthquakes and the buildings that are fake mountains. It's human 
way of thinking, we conquered this earth, we'll make slave ships that point upwards and we'll enslave everyone to be in those ships and little tiny compartments and we'll charge them for it. And they're feeling that they have made like mountains upon this earth. When Allah wants, shake the earth and all they come tumbling down, all their slave ships fall. But not the mountains, they're consistent in the strength no matter how much this earth osculates, moves, shakes. It's a symbol of fortitude and strength. And the greatest of the mountains is the reality of Sayyidina Muhammad The concept of a cave is an opening within the mountain because you can't just sit on the mountain and say, I've arrived, but you have to enter a mountain and seek its refuge. That I need a shelter from the oppression of this shaking earth and shaking existence and therefore Allah gives to us Suratul Kahf. The bee like the companions the Christians have, Islam has, the seven sleepers of the cave. It's biblical so means then Jewish have it because they have the same book. So the story of the seven sleepers and Ashab al-Kaf be from the people of a cave that run from the badness and enter into the cave. And as a result of entering into the cave then we seek the protection of Allah with the shelter of the existence and the reality of that tremendous force that Allah has fortified. So it's not outside of God but it's a system which God has given to us. When your world becomes ever confusing and horrific in its nature, run to the caves. They did that in Afghanistan when they were bombing all over the skies, they ran to caves, they couldn't find these people. And throughout history people have run to the caves when oppressors become oppressive. And that's why you have cave drawings. I don't think they were in the caves because they enjoyed it, it was a refuge. And as a result they occupied and live within the caves. They have even civilizations that sought refuge from the earth, dug I think the caves in Turkey with huge stones. They don't even understand who made these stones that seal the cave. And they found tunnels and, and entire civilizations under earth that they know they had horses down there, they, had, they were living in these mountains in the earth. So it's an immense symbol of refuge. As a result of that reality then Allah is giving to us to understand that our life is to seek this cave. And the greatest cave of Allah the greatest source of power of the Divine is the prophetic reality. And because of the brotherhood of the Prophets, all of the Prophets are hidden, where are you going to find them? But one whom Allah didn't want because they're all mountains, huge mountains, 
If you go to their maqams and sit, you feel an immense vibration of the Divinely Presence. And the one whom Allah didn't hide and his books are not hidden, not manipulated, then is the greatest mountain that Allah kept open for humanity. There's a reason, the other ones are hidden. Where is Sayyidina Isa's grave salam? Not available because Allah doesn't want you running there. Where is Sayyidina Musa's grave? There's dispute and they're not accepting. But the grave that has no dispute, the presence that has no dispute, whose writings have no dispute, the teachings have no dispute, whose holy book is memorized by billions of people creating a blockchain so that you can't tamper with it and rewrite it, nor can you go back in time and history through the manipulation of, of the windows of movement and time and travel. Because Allah made it a book to be guarded by those whom recite it and they're called the guardians. Allah gave for them a destiny to memorize the Holy Scripture. It's a book written by sound and its importance of the last days and sound vibration and its power. And as a result Allah made for them to memorize it. And as a result they are the blockchain. All other books as soon as these portals opened and CERNed open, they changed everything. They changed the Lord's Prayer, forgive us our debts as we forgive <laughs> those whom we're indebted. The Lord's Prayer didn't have anything to do with debt. Forgive us our sins and our trespassings as we've trespassed. We ask that Allah forgive us for all those whom we've violated. Now when you read it, it says, forgive us our debt as if God was a debt collector. So it means those mountains are not secure, they will be tampered with. And that's why you call it Antichrist because many versions of that reality are coming and have come. In Islam we don't call it Antichrist. We call it deceit. The one who's coming for us, the same one causes deceit within the religion. So all of these we see upon this earth, everything is a deception. And the safety from deception Allah is then describing, enter the caves, find these mountains and enter. And we described before that the easiest way to enter a house is through its door. So it means to enter into the cave is to love them. Prophet's promise is if you and you will be with whom you love. When you love them, love Prophet love the prophetic reality because you love all of them, you'll be with them. As a result they guide you to their caves. When we love them and want to be with them then we find the opening of this cave in the realities of the shaykhs and the presence of the shaykhs. That their vibration 
brings us in to that cave and into that reality. So what they call because we have to talk on common terms so that people can see what's happening upon this earth, right? So science, science fiction and it will be publicized are what they call portals in which they can manipulate the time fabric and as a result bring something in and push someone through. And they'll use their jinn technologies and machines that the shayateen and the jinn have provided for them. And that's why Allah allows those movies because everything is within God's will, good and bad. The bad shaitan tampers with, don't look at the scenes that are not appropriate. Everything else take a shot at and guidance. We said there cannot be anything written, drawn or made that is not created by God, it's common sense. Can you see the most horrific creature and think that God hasn't created that? Otherwise how do you have it? You're just a computer. Do you have a software that somewhere didn't put a software in you and you just came up and manifested a software? No, it's been put in you, you finally found it. Allah doesn't look and say, oh my god this is an amazing creature, you know I should put one of those on Venus. No, they already exist in God's will, somewhere that creature exists and somebody's inspired to take a vision of it, make it into a horrific movie and show it attacking. But all of that is real. The belief in Allah is the belief in whatever is coming, manifesting, whatever you're seeing is in existence. If you haven't seen it, doesn't matter, maybe a day you may see these creatures enter into this dimension. This concept of the portal and the movement through time and space, that the shaitans they can't use a knowledge of a book so they have to use tech and technology. They have to make a device and begin to manipulate the time fabric, to manipulate the energy and the movement of energy. And Allah is teaching, God Almighty is teaching from the time of the Prophet that the one whom had the knowledge of the book was able to by the speed of thought bring the throne of Shiba. Bilgis, Shiba is the kingdom, the queen is Bilgis. By the speed of his thought, he says, by the time your eyes opened he completely copied it because he can't steal for a prophet. An immense throne that they say is unbelievable in its description and how it was created and made by stone and marble that it looked like water, created and put it all in front. By the speed of thought he opened that power because the one whom has knowledge of God has much more power than a machine or a freet and shayateen, it's just God hasn't opened that power for the servant yet. But the potential is immense. So when we understand portals, now read Qur'an to understand the science of Qur'an. 
on what Allah because then you understand how much Allah loves you, He's guiding you. When Allah love is, is not that strong for you, you're like in a dark hole and you're ignorant. As a result of your ignorance you're actually very angry and as a result of your anger you're like on fire. Then you know you're distant from God because you're a fiery person. So it means you're not knowledgeable, ignorant people they're distant from the Divine. What they've done, how they act, what, what are the circumstances of their existence creates them to be ignorant. That which is ignorant as if in the law of opposites it turned its direction from moving towards the sun and the warmth and the light, it moves away from it. And as a result of its ignorance becomes very angry because all is darkness, doesn't understand anything. And anyone in darkness bump their head, they get angry a couple times, three times, four times, very angry, very fiery people. But once you move towards the light, you're no longer ignorant. The light illuminates your soul through its dreams, through its hearings, through these channels, through these teachings. It's a food and a nourishment for the soul. As a result of these lights and enlightenment they become content, they have good character and as a result the fire of ignorance within them begins to diminish and the knowledge has power and illuminates. And they call themselves Illuminati but they're actually naughty, they're doing bad things. But the truly illuminated ones they move towards the light and the light of the Creator and they study the books and the teachings of the Creator through the reality of the Prophets and as a result God enlightens their soul, their eyes and their entire being. And our life is to understand all of the blessings and grace that God has given to us to find these portals to live within these portals and to go from portal to portal. Because for some reason people understand the scientific term, they're like astonished, wow you think really things are going to open like that? And I saw this in this movie, they're seeing now weird colored lights in the sky that open up and, and something happens, so it's going to be a lot more than that. The hydrogen colliders are all that. The igniting those things and crazy things happen upon this earth, they're not telling people. But Mawlana Shaykh was very disturbed by their activities, acknowledging what they're doing is very satanic and the bringing of these energies in this dimension when Allah gave to us, قُلْ أَعُوذُ بِرَبِّ الْفَلَقْ Seek refuge in Allah the Lord of this dark matter. Because what they're going to bring from this matter upon this earth was not meant, this ignorance is not meant, this demonic reality is not meant but these shaitans want to come and eat everything and everyone. They have no interest in enlightening people. They gave a little bit of technology and ate hundreds of thousands of people as a result. There's a, there's a show coming out. 
There was a man who came to President Eisenhower, this Thor something, and they made a commitment that we want to come onto this earth, we want to do things with people, and they gave them technologies. They had advisors that came, gave technologies, that's how they made these Star Treks with these mobile phones and all these things. In exchange for what? To eat people. Don't worry about what we want to do with the people and the population, here's some technology, sell it, advance yourselves. So they have no interest in humanity, definitely not interested in illuminating people, it's Dajjal. Dajjal is a jinn and he's coming to spread ignorance, he's coming to create a great deceit. And Allah gave to us through Islam and the greatness of Sayyidina Muhammad all these realities and we call them paradise. And these are pockets of paradise emanating upon this earth. If you can live by it, be in it, eat and drink from it, you should be truly successful in your life and your journey upon this earth. And if you lived and died by it, your return back to heaven should be of a paradise reality. But if you got sucked into Dajjal's portal, then the means will be difficult and that's what's happening upon this earth. People are running away from the paradise portals and ending up being sucked into Dajjal's portals. They're so lost from paradise, they're so sort of emptied of any light, of any sound, of any vibration, they're like zombies walking upon the earth and flesh eaters. Why Prophet described the people whom backbite, they are flesh eaters, they eat the flesh of one another when they backbite. And that's all you see on television and movies and every entertainment and every YouTube is somebody backbiting somebody. So this is now the land of the walking dead, flesh eaters, that's what the grossness of the walking dead movies. They run after you and then all of a sudden grab to bite your shoulder and your fingers and your ears. And Prophet told, this is what I told you. These are what people are doing, they say hello to you and they eat your ear by backbiting you, they're eating your flesh by attacking you, even you don't know it. But this earth has become land of the walking dead. So now what Prophet that's why he said, go back now and begin to research in your Islam. Every reference to paradise. And how Prophet was teaching us that those circles, those portals are right here. Live in them, graze in them. When you pass the meadows and streams of paradise, sit and graze. One hadith even Prophet is describing, graze, eat and drink in them. He said, what are those? Meadows of paradise, Riyal Salihin, these are the halakas of zikr, the associations of remembrance. Yeah, yeah, let's read the Hadith al Qudsi. This is the 14 of 40 hadiths 
from Imam al-Nawi and this is a hadith al-Qudsi means in its category is right next to Qur'an. Holy Qur'an is Allah's speech and that which Allah revealed to Prophet that would have made it to be Qur'an but they categorize it as hadith al-Qudsi. Bismillah. Abu Hurairah reported, the Prophet said, Verily Allah Almighty has caravans of angels who have no other work but to follow gatherings of remembrance. When they find such gatherings in which there is remembrance, they sit with them and some of them surround the others with their wings until the space between them and the heavens is covered. When they disperse, they ascend to the heavens and Allah Almighty asks them, although He knows better than them, from where have you come? They say, we came from your servants on earth who were glorifying you, declaring your greatness and oneness, praising you and asking from you. Allah says, what do they ask from me? They say, they ask for your paradise. Allah says, had they seen my paradise? They say, no. Allah says, what if they were to see my paradise? They say, they seek your protection. Allah says, from what do they seek my protection? They say, from your hellfire, our Lord. Allah says, have they seen my hellfire? They say, no. Allah says, what if they were to see my hellfire? They say, they ask for your forgiveness. Allah says, I will pardon them, give them what they request and grant them protection. They say, our Lord, there is one among them, a simple servant who happened to pass by and sit there alongside them. Allah says, I will also grant him a pardon, for whoever sits with these people will not suffer misery. Anas ibn Malik reported, the Messenger of Allah said, when you pass by the meadows of paradise, graze as you like. They said, what are the meadows of paradise? The Prophet said, circles of remembrance. Whatever Prophet brought for us is not uh, something that even can be questioned, the immensity. But we have ears that don't hear and eyes that definitely don't see. And the shaykh's responsibility is to bring you back to a state that open your ears from what you heard and open your eyes, not your physical eyes that lost in the material world. But open the eyes of your heart and your soul and understand what Prophet is telling us. That there are angels circumambulating the zikrs, means a majlis and a center in which 12 years of recitation is a complete portal. The angels are not looking for us, they occupy the space, they circumambulate the energy of this space. Doing what? taking the request of the space up to the throne of Allah The burdens of the association, God's grace and forgiveness, dressing and blessing them. And in every food and water and drink you are doing it in a circle of paradise if you have belief. And you begin to understand you entered into paradise. And anyone who enters into paradise can never leave paradise. Means then there's a reality of your light must always be in this association, must always be dressed from these realities, must always be blessed from these realities. And every action and dress is upon that soul, every difficulty and mushkilat is being taken by these angels. 
And these are immense powerful portals of the Divinely Presence. All who enter into them are dressed if they have ears to hear and eyes to see. Otherwise they deem this, eh, what else, whatever. But they missed it, they missed the reality. And as a result when they miss it they don't understand what they have access to, they don't respect what they have access to and they're definitely not living their life based on that reality. And as a result of the difficulty of earth they're being sucked into different places. And that's all the dajjal wants, that's why the dajjal is so busy in teaching in masjids that there are no zikrs. To get them out of the circle of Allah out of the mercy of Allah and then playing their music, jumping, dancing and levitating towards His cave in which He plans to eat everyone. Means the immensity of the cave. Then they came and now teach that if you sit in your home, play the zikr, these same angels will appear in your home and they'll circumambulate your living room because you made the intention of majlis of the zikr, majlis of salli ala nabi that you're conducting a milad in your home praising upon the king of the entire created universe in which God created this entire kingdom. For the reality of Sayyidina Muhammad he's in the book of Revelation, the Emerald Throne in which God and Sayyidina Yahya John approached the throne. So I see the king and he's not God and seated next to him is the lamb Sayyidina Isa It's not a coincidence Medina's green, it was for them to read Emerald Throne. Emerald turban, green dome of Medina, their ears but they don't hear and eyes that they don't see. These are the portals that Allah has given to the nation that if you want safety enter these portals. Immediately the zikr starts, turn your living room into that portal, play the salawats within the house. So that the energy, the angels are coming pushing away every negativity and you put your food and water, salt, whatever you need as a shifa and healing and it will be dressed and blessed by that. The khatams and the zikrs with the shaykhs then they are being dressed with that, blessed with that. We have teas that are here under this building like paradise that drink from them. Their shifa and healing, the taweezes, all of these things were meant for a difficulty that's coming upon this earth. Thousands of taweezes are being distributed. Who did that before? Nobody, everybody cares about their own chair, they don't care about anything. They don't even give an awrad for anyone to do. They claim how great they are and, and go about their way. But the responsibility of guidance is you should have these items from the kingdom because the kingdom of God is coming and it's not a tailgate party. It's a community who fasts 
wash and clean. Who does that? You think God's kingdom is a tailgate party? Drinking, screaming, yelling? Or it's a kingdom washed and clean, cleanliness is for God, nearness to God. Then Prophet described the one whom fasts immediately enters into paradise. And the seven gates, Mahdi said this, so many hadith on these realities. As soon as the servant fasts, seven gates of paradise are open for them. Another portal. Anyone in difficulty, fast that day. Things are not opening for you, fast that day. Even if you can fast intermittent fasting, that you wake up, have only water, make intention, Ya Rabbi I'm asking to enter into this portal of rahmah to the gates of paradise. As soon as the servant begins the siyam, not only Ramadan, at any time the servant fast, seven gates of paradise open for them. Now go back and, and start reading everything Prophet gave to us because people think, oh paradise when I die, say, no, no, will open now. Because when you start to see the dajjal uh, openings and you'll be astonished, wow, how is he doing that? How are these things happening? Oh look at these, these ships or creatures are coming through these things. And it requires people to have a bane, no the shaykhs told us, Prophet brought all of that for us. You're not a people without, Allah gave the bounty of paradises and heavens to this nation. Fast and open your portal, immediately when you feel a danger begin fasting. As soon as you fast a portal is opening. What happens if a demonic energy is coming to attack you? and you enter into a portal from paradise, it's your protection. If at any time you're in difficulty and distressed, begin siyam and fasting, Prophet gave to us. If you're in difficulty and distress and things are not opening, open your portal of paradise. Immediately put the zikr and the khatam in the house, sit with the zikr and the khatam playing. The angels have no time, they say, oh, we, we, we'd only, only accept this at 8 o'clock at night. Anytime you feel the difficulty, put the YouTube and the khatam and immediately the majlis and all the angels and the energy is moving. Blessing and dressing, anytime the servant feels that the satanic energy is overwhelming, Allah says, I gave you all these portals, why you don't believe in them? And if you call it paradise, you keep thinking it's for your death. I'm talking about paradise now. The streams and the meadows of paradise now that are available for us. And that eat from them, Prophet described. Why you have difficulty and you don't eat from here? You're occupied and you are a resident of this community in which there's an entire portal and every food and rice and grain is from paradise. Yet you choose to go to the merchants of death and buy goods and sustenance from them. Why you don't eat from paradise if you have difficulty? Because your faith is weak. Then you wonder why you have difficulties. So when the faith is strong, the belief is strong, they make their lives in this reality of this portal. 
that my life has to be in this portal of energy. Ya Rabbi I'm asking to be nourished by that energy, blessed by that energy. And then Prophet said, there's a piece of paradise in Medina to Munawar which all of Medina and all of the presence of Prophet is a portal. But even Prophet gave between my house and my minbar where the green carpet is paradise. Again an immense portal in the presence of the most powerful portal of Allah's creation. So it means we started with the understanding of a mountain and that Allah gave to us these caves, run to them, be with these mountains. They represent the reality of Sayyidina Muhammad and as soon as you love them and enter into them then you're asking for the dress with Allah will dress you from a rahmah, don't worry. And we settle your affairs means your, your things will become settled. Then you listen to their guidance is eat from that paradise, drink from that paradise. If somebody's doing magic on you, you don't know what that eat and drink has. It is your shifa, it's your healing, it's your sustenance, everything is coming from that paradise reality to relieve your hardship. But people want it to be no longer with faith but they want it to be like a visual, right? They want to see the shining lights, they want to see the food is glowing and then as a result then they'll take it for a healing. But this is the land of iman and this way is the way of faith. That you have to believe in Allah you have to believe in the hadith of Prophet that this is a paradise as a result with your belief that I eat and drink from that reality, I pray in that reality, I make du'a in that reality and Ya Rabbi dress me from that reality, bless me from that reality and anytime I need I have fast and enter into that reality and that everything that's happening then has to do with these things that are opening upon this earth. We pray that Allah give us an understanding of how to enter this. Now we're in Surah Al-Kahf and Surah Al-Kahf is all about the adab of this portal. That seek a life like Ashab Al-Kahf. Where we ended at the last one? About the importance of the mountain looking at you. Verse 28 was thrown in there like a catch-all clause in a contract that don't busy yourself with the people of Hayat dunya these big amirs and they look like they're doing a lot but they do absolutely a lot of nothing. But the gaze of Prophet by command of Allah be upon those whom they busy themselves in that cave. They busy themselves in the circles of zikr, they busy themselves with their zikr asking Allah's holy face, asking Allah's forgiveness means Ahlul Dhikr. That the immensity of that reality that you're going to be under that gaze and under that rahmah, you'll be under the nazar of Prophet because these are the people of Ashab al-Kahf, the people whom ran to the cave of Allah 
and that they're continuously under the dress of angels and malaika, blessing them, dressing them, taking away every type of difficulty from them. And then Allah begins to enter into the qasa and the story of Sayyidina Musa The one whom speaks to Allah wants to understand one of these very powerful Muhammadan caves because he had asked to see Allah before that event. Surat Al-Kahf brings us post Nabi Musa's vision. So in the timeline Nabi Musa asked, I want to see you. Oh Allah and Allah you can't see me, look to my glory. If, the, if you remain there once I show that glory we can talk later. And they say the light of Prophet appeared and Nabi Musa passed like dust was gone. That he couldn't contain the light of Allah he couldn't even contain the light of Prophet As a result qashiyah and then was revived, brought back to life in a different reality. That his station as a Prophet of Allah was to be nothing, I want to see the Muhammadan haqqaiq in which he witnessed the glory of his Lord and as a result of being revived after what he witnessed, ana awwal al-Muslimin, basically his shahada reconfirmed for the presence of Sayyidina Muhammad Muslimin, the naam one whom submits under the Muhammadan kingdom and as a result, I don't want any more this stuff, I want where the two rivers meet. I will seek my life to reach to where the two rivers meet, La ilaha illallah Muhammadun Rasulullah The secret of where La ilaha illallah hey wa mim, where the who points to Muhammadun Rasulullah That's what I want Ya Rabbi, set out with Joshua and they went for the servant who can teach them about that reality. And they had with them dried fish as their lunch, journeying, 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 they stopped somewhere and Yeshua was preparing lunch. He put the dead fish on a rock, I guess they talked about something, turned around, the fish came to life and jumped into the water, hoot, the hoot came to life and jumped into the water. Then they went, said, let's have some of that fish, I'm hungry, said, this is ajeeb, bizarre. When we were back there, this fish I put out, a dead dried fish, it came to life and jumped into the water and went. And he said, that was the sign I was looking for. There's a servant who carries the secret of hayat, of eternal life and the fountain of life, let us retreat back to that point. Means what? That servant was not visible because he was standing there with a the beard, everyone would have seen him, Sayyidina Khidr 
He again passed now towards a portal and the signs of that portal was that it brings the dead to life, dead to life. They're not in the business of resurrecting dead bodies because they don't want to see a bunch of dead people come to life. But what's the dearest for God is the dead heart, the heart that is giving hope on this earth, is giving up and giving up and they have the ability those servants of that portal to revive the dead and the dead hearts. That if you come and sit in their associations, the knowledge and the energy from their vibration will bring your dead heart to life. More important than fish and miraculous things like that. That was a sign and a shot at. These are stories from Allah towards creation. That one whom talks to God, always think yourself, you're never high. The one who speaks to God didn't understand this secret and wanted this knowledge. And as soon as he appeared and went back and traced his steps because the first time he missed him. Means now he came back with more accuracy, more consciousness more sincerity. As a result of understanding that sign was there, use your tafakkur, he was able then to identify Sayyidina Khidr why first, first time past it. Means in life if you don't slow down and don't refocus, what are you trying to achieve on this journey? You say you're trying to achieve a reality but you passed your fish. No, Shaykh, we're trying to get a reality but your fish jumped in water and took off. He had to come back and retrace his journey, a little bit slower probably this time, looking for all the signs, meditating, contemplating until he could see the unseen Prophet of Allah And there began the discussion with an unseen Prophet of Allah that comes from a very powerful portal of knowledge and realities. And that when Sayyidina Khidr appears, he opens up, he's like the moving portal of the Divinely Presence. That when people are stuck and they call upon Rijalullah, one of the abilities of Sayyidina Abbas Khidr is to appear and to take away difficulty from them, even move them through space and time to a different reality. So many who used to sail on the oceans and have difficulty, they would call upon Rijalullah and as soon as they would have difficulty Sayyidina Khidr would come to resolve the difficulty or physically take them and save them as a najad from Allah So means these are, these are immense reality throughout the whole history of Islam, throughout the whole reality of Holy Qur'an. We pray that Allah give us a, an ability to slow it down, contemplate and to begin to identify where all these portals are. That anytime Prophet is describing the opening of a paradise reality that is a portal upon this earth, a portal of energy that saves the servant from the immensity of darkness. InshaAllah Subhana rabbika rabbal Wassalamun al mursaleen, walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen, bi hurmati Muhammad al Mustafa 
Bisir Surat Al-Fatiha. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. This is Shaykh Nawjan. Thank you for watching the video that you're watching. InshaAllah if you're happy with the content and happy with these programs, please support the button below the programs that we have for our orphanage repairs, our water well, give the gift of life, our mobile food vans. We have now five vans, Vancouver, Chicago, Los Angeles, Pakistan. There's many programs that reach thousands of people and rescue foods and give those supplies to people in need. Your support is greatly appreciated. Also, be so kind as to leave uh, loving comments and please share the stream. Every bit counts. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.